Time's up. Let's do this. We're in for a wild night. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to episode 147 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I am your host as always, uh, Nate Wolf. I almost said Nathan Explosion. Uh, I got excited there. Uh, <laughs> oh, you murder face, murder face, murder face. <laughs> I'm very happy to be back. It is a very rainy uh Friday evening here joining you from Orange County, California. I seem to have uh, brought the the rain with with me from Portland, but that is okay because I'm here with two of my favorite people and we've got a good show tonight talking about some funky decks and then we're casting a listener series match that I'm very, very excited for. So uh, yeah, anyways, um, Electric Sheep City, welcome back. It's great to see you. Meowdy friends, I'm doing good here uh, in the sunny, well, not sunny anymore because it's the evening time. <laughs> uh denver area it hasn't been raining so much lately or snowing like it's actually yesterday it was in the 50s and you know at high elevation and no like humidity like that's just nice so doing incredible here ready to talk some hearthstone with some of my buddies how about you schmoopy daddy welcome to the show uh well yeah i'm doing all right in the currently snowy uh, tri-state area of New York. Um, trying a slightly different uh, setup tonight with some headphones. Uh, I heard your feedback about my feedback, and I'm hoping hoping that after taking your feedback into consideration, I will give you less feedback, and therefore um, your feedback was welcome. Nate, back to you. Uh, yeah, please. Also, please provide feedback if there is any feedback on this episode. Your feedback is very much appreciated, both about feedback and not about feedback. <laughs> oh, my God. So for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me briefly explain how this show works. We record this podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash born to be wild HS. And the audio version of this podcast is then posted to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions are also distributed to all of the podcast apps. So however you're watching, listening, or absorbing via osmosis, this podcast today, thank you. Yes, you. You. And to all those people watching us live here on Twitch, thank you so much for uh, spending your Friday evening with us. We appreciate that. Uh, before we got started into the show proper, I want to do just very quick but important housekeeping. So a big shout out and thank you to Shokunin, the executive producer of our show, as well as our other um, patrons and, and longtime listeners and followers. Thank you very much. Your support means the world to us. If you're interested in supporting our show at all, uh, if you like, comment, subscribe to our stuff on YouTube, um, that really helps. You can also leave comments on any of the podcast apps, or we do have a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month if you're interested in donating to the show. Any money that we get gets put back in. Uh, if you are someone who is on Twitch a lot, we do have some cool emotes that you can unlock. Some are free by following, others you can get by subscribing, which also is free if you use your Amazon Prime. Uh, lastly, I just wanted to give a big shout out to our Discord community. Uh, we've got a really fun online community on Discord where we hang out with people from all across the world, chat, share decks, um, share real life stuff, make jokes. And uh, looking back at this past week, uh, at the funny usernames that, that we have seen, as is sort of the, the tradition here now. Oh, this was my favorite. We got uh, Baba Sheepy. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't me, I swear. Uh, I love Ben Brode. That was pretty funny. Um, Papa Wheelie. Let's see. 
that one I can't read on the show. <laughs> that one I can't read on the show. Um, oh, Al Bundy and oh, Dr. Hulk smash. Yes, that was pretty good. Uh, anyways. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, if you're interested in hanging out with us online, um, check out our website. It's born to be wild And there's links to all of our stuff there where you can, uh, join us or, or, or check it out. If you are interested in Hearthstone lore, um, we've got all of our archives up there on a separate lore page and, um, you can learn all the stories behind the Hearthstone cards. If you're interested in a Hearthstone tournament series, we just started our um, Born to be Wild listener series. We're casting uh, the first week's match right tonight after this podcast airs. And we do have the uh, the videos saved on YouTube and you, the, the links to all of our past seasons are up there on our website as well. All right, cool. That's that's the, uh, the housekeeping out of the way. So talking about um, our weeks a little bit before we get into the tiny bit of news that there is. Um, I kind of been putzing around in uh, between Diamond 5 and Legend. I'm currently at Diamond 3 playing like this, that, and the other. I was goofing around with this, like I was playing a like a control blood death knight, but I realized like I was, we were going back and forth in the discord, Shmoopy Daddy and myself. And uh, he's like, well, what's your game plan here? And then I, and then I thought about it and I was like, well, I think my approach is, is wrong on this because I was trying to not lose as opposed to trying to win and i was like that's that's not <laughs> the right win con yeah and so and then i so i i morphed it into like a, a 40 card renathal version but like i don't know i'm just seeing like the jankiest stuff and i and i did okay with it but i ended up switching over to reno priest like reno shadow priest and then sailed from diamond five to diamond three not that it's a good list it's just one that i threw together um but it it seems to be working i was facing like kind of a i'm still in that like funky 10x mmr range and i'm seeing some aggro decks but also some like kick agreed right oh like, just, like, like oh, omega yeah, agreed and so and so with the reno shadow priest like there's a bunch of stuff where you can like steal your opponent's cards and so it's like oh cool i'll take another brand i'll take azola i'll steal your reno jackson and it punishes like the greed decks um and it still has it's enough like removal and stuff to to like you know it's got um uh raza and and shadow reaper anduin and so it can do the thing but so we'll see i'll probably keep playing that just because i i like it and i'm really comfortable playing it um i finally got thanos in uh in marvel snap last night which was really cool we are just a super quick plug if you're interested in marvel snap <laughs> we are we are recording a, a snap podcast tomorrow um on our little uh sister show born to be cosmo anyways if you're interested in that there's a separate youtube channel anyway so what about uh what about you shmoopy daddy how's your week i've done a lot of losing like just sort of reflecting on where i was i was i started like this deck rotation of just interesting decks um net decks that i saw off of neon's website um decks that i've found in various discords i'm i'm like a deck secretary i look up a lot of stuff i find a lot of things um and one <laughs> of the things i've been in <laughs> you're a decretary I, i'm a decretary and one of the things that hey, i've really been that. enjoying about the uh wow unlucky uh one of the things i've really been enjoying about um, <laughs> the chinese players being on the western servers i'm going to keep my composure here i'm showing what that you need to do when you are a uh teacher in front of adolescents uh is uh <laughs> namely my co-hosts 
um, is that like they hit rank one and we get the list right away. So we're like almost getting the spice like a lot faster than we normally would. Sometimes it would kind of be built up in a giant bomb that would be like, oh, hey, by the way, here's a Chinese meta report. This happens whenever. And like you'd get thrown at us and we'd be like, oh, and I'd be playing like 27 Chinese decks for like two weeks. And now it gets like trickled in a little bit. So I'm, I'm kind of like watching, you know, how those deck builders are kind of like taking in the lists as they come. And so uh, I've gotten some interesting stuff. I've highlighted four decks tonight. I kind of catered and kind of picked to be like things that I've done okay with while also seeing these as being things that are new and exciting because of the meta change. Um, but the meta change means that like I- I'm I'm losing a- I'm losing a lot playing fun stuff because it's not necessarily stuff that I- I'm good at. And that's kind of okay. I'll take the L. Uh, I'm currently, I went from like 500, like mid legend or like close to the top, like right on the border of 11X down to like, I'm in like diamond three to low legend kind of MMR. I'll probably keep tanking. I'll play fun stuff for a couple weeks and then see if even shaman gets me back up to 11X. If it doesn't, no big deal. I've done a 10X climb before, but that's kind of where I'm at. I've done a lot of losing, but having fun, playing uh... some cool stuff. I have to losing with results, but winning with actual like engagement. It seems good. That 10x bracket is that is opened up for sure. And and also having the big influx of of Chinese players, like they play some weird decks. And it's it's not I like it. It it, it's really it's opened up things. It's just Mm -hmm. it's so different. I think because the time that uh, they like transitioned to the server and the time like I went from 11 down to 10 happened at the same time. And so like, it's just been, wow, there's a lot more people. Wow. What are these decks? And you're playing the Chinese players that are playing the spice that are not like playing the best decks all the time. Yes. Controls the spice controls the universe. It's true that I understood that reference (laughs) anyways. Yeah. It's, it's been interesting and I kind of like it actually, because I don't know, you see something new and even if I lose to it, it's like, I'm not mad. That was kind of crazy. And I saw that Reno, I, I almost won and I lost to that Reno quest mage. And I hadn't even thought about putting Ramuth or whatever you, whatever his name is in it. And I was like, Romath, yeah. I was like, whoa, it replays. He it, was in. It, it's like crazy good. I, I was surprised. He was in some meta lists for a while as like a third parrot. Like, okay, one parrot gets ratted, one parrot gets eaten. At least you have your nine mana parrot. And we'll talk about the list too, I mean, like how it functions, but like there's some other added benefits to playing him in there that makes it kind of silly at times. I, I can't wait to talk about that because I've added multiple different opponents who have played that trying to find the list and could not find it until you supplied it for a schmoopy. So oh, you. good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> You gotta you gotta follow more Chinese Twitter players, man. Glory Magic and uh, and uh, I think that one was lovely. The Duke who shared that one and Soda Soda are like the three. They're like the Glory Magic. Uh, yeah, lovely. The Duke and Soda are like the like the three Western gateways on Twitter to like the Chinese spice. You gotta check it out, man. They're, it's good stuff. I love it. This is the way. This so that was way. my week. Basically, a bunch of losing, but I was I was having some fun, kind of learning some new decks doing. 
Very nice. cool. Well, you kind of saved the news tonight too. So I'm excited to, uh, or, or the show rather, I'm excited to have something to talk about and to learn some new lists. And I hear this uh, mine rogue in particular is, is causing some, uh, some, some anger amongst our peers. It's making some people angry. Yeah. Which, which makes it's- me just, it's like that, that Star Wars quote, right? Like, good, let the hatred flow through you. Like, makes me want to play it really bad. So <laughs> sheep, how was your week? Yeah. Uh, so the little lamb has been pretty attention heavy, uh, atten- attention intensive lately, uh, which is a feature and not a bug. Like it's been great to spend time with him, but that does mean that I haven't played as much Hearthstone this week as I would have liked. Um, what's sleep? <laughs> I mean, that's already <laughs> not happening. So, <laughs> uh, what I have been playing is a fair amount of Stardew Valley. Uh, because it's, you know, on Switch. So it's like pausable and it's mobile and it's all the things. Um, that said, whenever I've been like prepping a bottle or anything like that, whenever I'm not holding the little guy, uh, I've mostly been playing standard because I've already hit legend in wild. Uh, so I went from bronze 10 to diamond two in standard with uh, undead shadow priest. Um, so I've hit legend and standard with all but priest and mage. So maybe this season I can like make that only be mage. Um, nice. and wild I've it's hit like, it with everything but demon hunter. So like almost there like with it, hitting yeah. it for with everything. Fingers crossed. Oh man, high five. We're both we're both only demon hunter only. That's awesome. Yeah. High five. High five. Quoth we have go. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, and it's like the hidden emote, right? Like so you don't even see it. Like you have to be guff and then attack face and it says high five. So, uh, I was told early in the show that jokes are funnier if you explain them. So it, that's it's true. <laughs> that nugget was brought to you by sheep. <laughs> so we do have, while it's a light news week, we do have a couple of of news items that, that I welcome to in there. the news. The news is so good. That's for that person on Reddit that doesn't like listening to that you know you're welcome. For that person <laughs> maybe we should play the bumper again. <laughs> based I, I told i told my wife i got a nasty comment on reddit about my my sound for the, the previous episode and she's like oh no i'm like nah it's reddit they can <laughs> that was tame you know doesn't, i mean it doesn't actually matter it's all right uh, i i'm i'm happy to increase the quality of this show though i don't want to i don't want to yeah. scratch up people's ears uh, i actually had a really funny exchange with somebody in a in a it might have been even the person who wrote the reddit comment but i had a really funny exchange with somebody in a twitch chat on a corp stream that was just like yeah you sound like you're like uh your microphone is in like a hive of bees and i'm like well i'm an avid beekeeper and they're like yeah you <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> you sound like you're uh you sound like you're like recording off the back of a harley i'm like honestly i'm more of a crotch rocket kind of guy <laughs> so like, like it was it was it, it was it was pretty it was it was pretty fun i'm happy i'm you know anytime increase the the, the production it, values it was a little it so. was a little rough but behind it, the it scenes it was totally rough i apologize we, we, we did <laughs> testing like beforehand and everything and sounded great and then right after we started recording that's when it started so you know if, if we know about it beforehand we would have troubleshot but yeah, right. we knew about it afterwards <laughs> and so we troubleshot then <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not sorry <laughs> long, long story short reddit haha you, you dumb but also <laughs> So for the news this week, oh yeah, we 
we have uh, some bundles in the shop. So the bundles in the shop are t- uh, ranked bundles and they are tied to your standard rank. So like I said, I've been up to diamond in standard. So uh, have the info for um, up to, to diamond. Ben Heastone uh, hadn't posted uh, the one to legend yet. So, um, you know, I, I just didn't have it uh, on the on the top of mine. Um, fantastic uh, reference, uh, Ben Heathstone on Twitter. Um, so uh, Diamond is 30 bucks USD for 14 golden packs. What a deal. That That's honestly the only one that's tempting for me. Um, platinum is uh, 40 bucks USD for 45 uh, standard packs and seven golden packs. And I'm not going to go over the other ones, but they're all standard packs for good pack per <laughs> per buck uh per dollar uh value but you know with, it's, with as many packs as i've got kind of saved up they're not they're not particularly appealing uh, you to didn't like personally. the platinum one though right like the platinum was it the platinum 10 or the platinum 5 that was like a little meh so so that's for all of platinum as soon as you hit platinum 10 you unlock the okay. platinum bundle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So These... that was four, 40 bucks for 45 standard packs, but only seven golden packs. So again, really good pack f- per dollar price point, but I, I don't really need additional standard packs. So where this works out really not... well for the whales is where if you have all of the cards and like the next expansion comes out in like a month, like you don't even need to get any new packs because you'll yeah. open them all up in the standard packs. Yeah. Can confirm. But, but yeah, that's the way to go. But then we end up getting the bundles, right? Because we want the cosmetics and the card backs and the gold stuff and whatever else. And, and that's where it's like, oh, now I have 8 million packs. What am I going to do with all this? I have more. But you don't like- open all of them, Nate, because you save the ones that you don't need once you've got like the commons and rares and stuff, right? So you start with the standard mm-hmm. packs and then you, you exhaust those. And then you start opening the expansion packs. And once you've got all the cards from that set, you save those for the mini set. So to add an additional layer, I start with the class packs first. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then I do the standard packs and then I do the expansion packs. What's going to be scary (laughs) is if they actually improve the the signature cards and they look good this time. Like, going to want to get them? Like, I ended up with them this time. I think it's guaranteed. Like I think it's I think it's guaranteed. Uh, I don't know what the theme is going to be. Uh, I I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to be something that's like been a fan wish list for a long time because they keep kind of like subtly hyping it up. People have been saying um, Pandaria for like five years and it hasn't happened yet. So I mean, maybe I think it happens next year. I, I'd be shocked if Could it be. didn't. Honestly, yeah, I, I will say so maybe I, not I, because I think they want to introduce Monk when they didn't introduce Pandaria. So maybe true. not. Like, true. I I will say I liked the the signature cards from this past one um i think that they're like pretty on brand for you know the the undead kind of thing it is just kind of a a shame that they started out with this kind of like grayscale everything's dead everything's rotting which again completely on brand for lich king undead like death knight love it it's just not like super duper hearthstone um so i'm excited to see what the signature packs are next go around as yeah. well um and i think that most people will probably like those a lot better however much i really liked the the ones that are currently in the rotation i think i i know i think like it's almost guaranteed that i will if they're more vibrant I, and it's like full length art like it's like unless the art sucks and i don't see that happening because they usually do pretty good art i even like some of the art with some of the signature cards oh just, the art was rad mm-hmm. you just couldn't see it it's that was the problem I, I, well especially because again and I've, I've i've said this before in the show small screen I play mostly on mobile. 
mm-hmm. the details are a lot of the details are lost because it's so small. Um, so like it's you know, and it's also you know there's the goofiness of like do I choose between the diamond version or the signature version because they've given me the diamond version. Anyway, 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 we're sidetracking. We got these bundles. These bundles look good at a low level, and then you hit platinum, and it's like unless you're an uber whale, mm. buyer buyer be warned. <laughs> For sure. Also in the news, um, patch 25.6, the patch notes at least, are coming next week, along with news about Hearthstone's next expansion. So that sh- that, that was kind of buried towards the bottom of the uh, Battlegrounds is bringing back buddies. Um, so Battlegrounds is bringing back buddies. We're, we're not a Battlegrounds <laughs> podcast. I play, I play BGs casually. It's fun. Um, but relevant for constructed in general is 25.6 patch notes are coming next week. Odds are, since there's info about the next expansion, that that's when we'll be able to pre-order and that's when um, all of that stuff will happen as well as, fingers crossed, hopefully we will have the um, release date for the next expansion as well. Um, so that's speculation on my part because the exact wording is, Follow the official Hearthstone social media accounts to meet some new buddies today. Then stay tuned for the 25.6 patch notes next week with more information about all, in italics, the new Battlegrounds updates coming in this patch, as well as news about Hearthstone's next expansion. Can I add details about a possible date? Do it. I've heard speculation about uh, the 11th of next month. That'd be April 11th. Do I have my months right? I have small children. My brain is rotting. Um, April 11th would be a Tuesday, which would track. A Um, Tuesday, and it it coincides with the end of, like, the duels, the possible duel season is, mm -hmm. is what I hear. So, like, and if... They're announcing it next week and they're making bundles available. Isn't it usually we get bundles like I feel like we usually get them like 21 days or so before. So on the last pod, I said that my estimation was the 14th. I was totally looking at March whenever I put that in because Tuesday is typically the thing. And March, Tuesday is the 14th. I said the 7th, which was like a Friday. So like don't ignore it. So so, so for March, Tuesday is the 14th. That's why I was off. 11th is my actually like legit estimation so that that completely tracks with historical trends as well for sure nice so and and imagine what they have to pack in i bet we get in this next patch notes we get the theme of the next year Mm -hmm. we probably get the theme of the expansion or a teaser or maybe even do we get the new free card probably Um, probably the new free card because that's when the yeah um, release goes live and they don't typically have an additional patch before so probably the free card yeah if it's any like that can be something that changes wild so that's very relevant because like Mm -hmm. cough cough renathal right (laughs) uh like sometimes that like they release the new card and it's like really good though i don't know it being the first like the first expansion in a rotation it might be underpowered um it it wasn't shadow what was was the baron's one was that the was that the the was that um we only ever used him for mechathune because we swapped a minion in our in our on our board for but he was a good tempo card right shadows Shadow Hunter Zul- Zul- Vol'jin? Vol'jin? Yeah. Shadow Hunter Vol'jin. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Vol'jin. So the obviously the um, free card that we got was not super impactful for Wild. Um, like you said, Mechathune had some uh, kind of edge play for it. Um, 
but the the big thing, of course, was Forged in the Barons started off the the year of mercenaries uh, stuff. So right. typically what we've seen lately is like there will be a year with a, a coherent theme. Think the mercenaries with Forged in the Barons uh, through to the then the, the next two both featured those, those mercenaries as well. And then we've had a year of just banger sets, but not a cohesive theme throughout throughout. Right. Standalones, yeah. Exactly. So I think that we're going to get another one where we have like a coherent theme throughout an, an, another year. Again, that's my speculation, but they've teased this next set being, again, a quote, banger uh, theme. Um, I'm hoping that that means that that trajectory will continue throughout the entirety of the year. So fingers crossed there for sure. Yeah. And, and so we're, we're going to get the, we're going to get the new year, whatever new animal we're going to get. I, I don't know if they've announced it yet. Um, which sometimes gives, it might be, it, it might be. be, maybe it's, we're going to have a whole set of just polymorph effects, right? It's all going to be just like one drops, turn your opponent's one drop into a sheep, uh, or put turn a random one drop into sheep. That'd be busted. Um, <laughs> but, but, I, I, you know, it, we're, we'll get the, the year theme. And then what's funny is we're going to get, when do we usually get reverts? Do we get them like a week out from the new expansion? Do we get them from like two weeks out? I feel yeah. like they might be live by the end of the month. Yeah, that one's typically a data only patch. So we don't need like a full patch, you know, uh, release through the Google Play or iOS store uh, for those of you who play on mobile. Um, so yeah, that could be... I, I want to say like it's a week or two before the the full release. So we might get a new card next week, which could shake wild up depending on the power level. I, I'm doubtful just because first expansion. I don't think they want to make a neutral legendary too strong, mm -hmm. right? Cough, cough, run a fall. That everybody gets. That's free. Um, but aside from that, like we might get a new card that shakes things up, and then we're gonna get reverts not too far from now. You're gonna start seeing like revert speculation as far as what we get and then we're gonna actually get to play with those reverted cards probably for you know the beginning of the month up until we get new new cards it's like it's it's wild and it's I wild forgot, christmas yeah we're also gonna get a brand new core set right like we're gonna get a new core set revealed like it's Ooh, wild it, it could be tight oh <laughs> corset corset <laughs> jokes are funny jokes when, are you, explain when them. you explain them <laughs> 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 I treat that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> yeah, so so new corset. We'll see what what's rotating, what's not. Of course, at the very least, of corset. Uh, last time, whenever things rotated out of the corset and did not have a home expansion before, um, we had to craft them. They did, I think, at the very end of it, include those in wild bundles. So hopefully that that continues after they they made that adjustment. It should. Yeah, it should. Mm -hmm. But. Aside from that, the only place that you should be able to find them in packs is wild wild packs themselves. Um, however, crafting them is is what like we anticipate. So we won't have them in gold, which is sad. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's sad to say bye to court cards and then like I've got to. What was the cute lock card? Uh, not the 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 zero mana card. The ritual of sacrifice or something like that or something sacrifice it was like a zero mana kill a thing make a five five i got so used to seeing it in gold and now i have it in normal and i'm just like this makes me angry and it's only a rare like i what could I, yeah, I probably could find the dust to convert it but i won't mm -hmm. uh on principle on, on just on just sheer rage it's weird because there's like legends that i didn't have that now i have in gold or that i had in regular but not in gold that now i have in gold and then there's ones that i had yes. in and there's ones that i had in gold like like uh baron 
no what's his uh the uh god we don't even play it anymore uh brand no yeah that one too but like is the, Baron Riven there right now he might be no, no i'm talking about um the, the, was last the, year. Yeah. The, the the one one legendary that gives you spell power and draw a card when it dies uh blood oh, Thalnos. Thalnos, yeah. Thalnos. there you go i'm see i'm old uh, but like when I, I I have it in gold and then the core set and now like my gold version, I have no clue even where it is. <laughs> it's still there. It's, 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 okay. it's in classic. Oh, yeah. It's a little it's an option you can toggle. Yeah. You have to go specifically to the expansion that it released, which for things uh, like like Blood Mage Thalnos are in quote unquote classic. Mm -hmm. So, um, for example, if you were trying to disenchant uh, your Reno Jackson whenever the um, diamond went live, um, then you had to go specifically to League of Explorers because the one that just shows up, even if you're looking at Wild, is the core set one, um, as well as, of course, now the diamond. I'm sitting on 400 dust. Uh, yeah, I am too, now that you mention it. I re-rolled mine uh, whenever I got the option and got uh, at least the Trailblazer or at least Starseeker. Whichever one is the League of Explorers one. Gotcha. Because I already had Bran and Reno yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Finley and Gold. Huh? Does it re-roll it for that set? Yeah, whenever you re-roll it, it's specific to that set. Yes. So, for oh, example, yeah. whenever um, Nate and I bought the uh, Path of Arthas... Uh, in gold, we re-rolled Lady Death Whisper, which then gave us another gold that we already had because it re-rolled right. within the same thing that we just bought the gold thing of. Cool, I got so. two golden frostmorns, just what <laughs> I too. always wanted. Um, I was and so... whenever that happened, <laughs> yeah, when that happened to me, I was like, oh, oh yeah, right, it's within the same set. That makes sense. But it, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Was the worst trade deal in the history of trade deals. Quoth I Lando, Lando Calrissian when I say, this deal's getting worse all the time. <laughs> all right, well, we, we have a match to cast and no, not a lot of news, but we have some spicy yeah. decks to talk about. So let's like jump into those. Special Sweet. topic, special topic. As your decretary, <laughs> I, am, I am happy <laughs> to bring you or uh, decks that wouldn't previously, again, I, I could highlight like the best decks in the format right now. And I could say like, oh, they're probably Shutterwalk Shaman, even Shaman. And like, I don't know, throw a dart, hit two other decks. These and that are the best decks through. of the format that we're going to talk about tonight. That's no, like... these are, these are decks that are um, playable because <laughs> of the breathing room made by the changes recently by the dev mm -hmm. team. New King Pillager, New King Quest Mage, uh, New King Disco. Thank you. Thank you. And making a making a wider, more diverse metagame. Nate, are we, what are we starting with first? Uh, Mine Rogue. We're starting with the new Mine Rogue. So this is the new hotness in making your like like com like new combo. This would have been too slow to beat Quest Mage, especially because Quest Mage runs Ice Block. This would have been too slow for Pillager. Uh, Disco would have laughed at this before it blew up <laughs> Cataclysm. Um, and so the, the main sort of combo going on here is we've got Scourge Illusionist, which is a new card to this set that, if I recall correctly, reads Death Rattle. Um, you don't draw it, but you actually uh, print a copy of a Death Rattle card in your deck. It costs four less. The Death Rattle cards that you run in your deck are other Scourge Illusionists, um, Naval Mines and Terran Gorfi. 
And so the ideal combo that you pull off is you have an Ecrium blade up with one charge. You have a um, a graveyard up, so your death rattles double up. So you slap your opponent with the Necrium blade. Uh, your double death rattles from the Necrium blade get doubled, so you get four hits on your Scourge Illusionist. Your Scourge Illusionist then prints four minions from your deck. Ideally, they are as many naval mines as you can fit, <laughs> plus a Terangor Fiend or two. And then you play it all for free. They're all four fours. And then you <laughs> play a Terangor Fiend on top of them, and you blow them all up. So you're just, if you get more than one Terran, it gets a little silly because it's like Russian dolls. You're like Terraning, Terrans. And every time, again, I've got some screenshots kind of showing some gameplay. Um... The the illusionist is dying and also printing more copies oh, of cards yeah. in your deck. So like your first wave isn't even like it. If you keep pulling Terrans, you can literally just like keep cycling through and it's not infinite because I think you're limited by board face, but it's board right. space, but it's semi infinite and the damage is like eighty plus. <laughs> it's infinite so, adjacent. It, it, and it's dumb. I happen to pull this off on turn five in the Ooh. in the screenshots which is like kind of in that dangerous, like spooky zone. Um, let's ignore the fact that I had lethal with a normal mine and a burn spell in my hand. Let's just ignore that for a second. I'm just, I saw the funny combo. I'm like, look at what I can do. Um, and, and this is really what the funny combo does. And it, 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 at its fastest, I could see this again, um, getting pulled off turn four with a really good draw, but not consistently. So wait, how, how do you set it up? What is the setup here? It's like normal mine rogue. You need Necrium blade up. You I don't. Need to hit I never. I never really played. I played a oh, little okay. bit of it in standard, I think, and I never really played it in wild because I was. Playing oh, okay. The pirates, wild version is but... very toxic. Um, so <laughs> you want. You want. Um, this is the right show. This is born to be toxic. So. Born to be yeah. toxic. Yes. Let me let me let me propagate this list as much as possible so that it gets nerfed quickly. You want snowfall graveyard up. Oh yeah. That your death rattles are doubled. You want Necrium Blade up with one charge so that it's easy to break. Or you want like a little, if you want to be cheeky, you could spend one mana and break it with a Cutlass, right? Um, you want a mine on board and you want a cheap burn spell. So ideally what you're doing is you're uh, hitting your opponent in the face two times with Necrium Blade, so that's six damage there. Your, um, your Necrium Blade breaks, triggers the mine four times, that's 16 damage. Then you hit the burn spell on the mine, that's eight more damage. Add it all up, it's enough to make the opponent dead. Um, what this does is this basically... Right in the, the face! <laughs> this extends the combo to be like more layered and grosser and um it, it's just like it's just silly the interaction because you're basically playing no mana and you just keep playing cards mm -hmm. so this is this is a, a combo deck that on average would probably be too slow to be playable in wild it'd be like a meme deck uh, in the previous meta, now this mm -hmm. is probably one of the faster, spookier big bads, and I, I'm hearing tales of it doing very well in Upper Legend, where you don't see a lot of aggro regulating this. Uh, this deck does not like getting hit in the face. I know somebody um, who still needs to hit Legend. I would not play it between Diamond and Legend. No, I wouldn't right now. 
I would yeah. not because there's too much aggro. Yeah. Oh. It struggles to aggro because it doesn't have a lot of those board control tools that kind of make it be able to contest aggro in that way. A aggro feasts on things like this. Um, no, the things that you do have that are like pl prize plunder, what you want to be doing is using that on your own mine mm -hmm. rather than on your opponent's board. Um, same with things like backstab, stuff like that. So You do um, run two backstabs. You run one backstab and you run two SI extortions, which mm -hmm. is like three burn spells when in the previous list you didn't run any prize plunderers and you didn't run shadow step. And we actually run a shadow step in this list, which is nice because again, you're you're you can use the prize plunderer um defensively, or like you said, you can use it as a proc for the mine. Um and the the shadow step is supposed to also help with like you've drawn Terran. Oh no, what do I do? Um proc Terran with Necrium Blade, Shadow Step Terran, play play Terran again. Oh wow. All right. I, I wonder if we could like make it slightly more consistent with two ofs and things like Shadow Step and um, uh, Cavern Shiny Finder in order to like make it more consistent to find your Necrium Blade. You want, I don't think you want more than one Shiny Finder only because okay. um, you're hard bargaining for Necrium Blade and, and um, Graveyard. Okay, like, those are the two cards you're looking for. So uh, the one Shiny Finder actually feels pretty good. It looks a little okay. funky. Um, yeah. This deck loses to draw order. Like, if you draw all your minions, your only hope is, like, I hope I have Finley and shuffle them back into my deck. Because ideally, you're not running the typical mine rogue game plan, which would be graveyard, mine, slap face, break mine. Um, you can do that. Like, this list is capable of doing that. It's redundancy with it within the combo. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, this, is, this, is, this was um put together by memnark i don't know how much he's really played it but i know this is like an approximation of what he's been playing against and so that's like that makes this like again fresh off the presses as like a a a the possible degenerate pillager-esque combo that exists at high legend and won't be too much of a problem at low legend because aggro slaps it in the face hmm. yeah buddy Oh, I should put out this disclaimer for the people who are listening to the audio version of this later. Uh, go to the website or or the YouTube or whatever. Like, click the link for the show notes because we've got the picture of the deck. We've got the deck code so you can copy it. And then we've we've been writing down notes while Schmoopy Daddy's talking so that you can uh, know how to play it. So there you go. I can I can also if you if you need me to. I mean. We could post this in the Discord too, right? Like if you join the Discord, this can I, I can make sure these lists are in uh, the relevant sections. Yeah, and actually, uh, Pigpen shared earlier today. Um, mm -hmm. Clark Hellscream has been playing this and uh, has got a, a, a Twitch clip up there in our Discord right now on the Rogue channel of this deck. Yeah, it's 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 disgusting, some of the loops that you can make with it. Yeah, and know. if you ever have any questions about any of these decks, all three of us are active there. Uh, me a little less so than normal uh, <laughs> because of the kiddo. Um, but uh, in particular, uh, Shmoopy is super active and is super engaged with these decks. So um, join the Discord and ask any questions of us, and, and we are happy to help out uh, there. That does bring us to our next uh, deck in our uh, section here, which is Aggro Shadow Silence Priest. Those are and, things that you don't normally hear in a sentence at the nope. same time. <laughs> no lies. Before looking at this list, I did not realize that the zero mana silence uh, card was a shadow card. So like yep. today I learned. <laughs> yeah. 
And now, Sheep, you can kind of speak speak to this list a little bit. Just like this is a wild port of a of a standard deck list. Like this, this yeah. is pretty nasty and standard, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The, this is like the tier one deck in standard right now, um, and it's just better here in wild. So of course we have things like silence. Um, and the whispers of the deep to silence our own minions why would we want to silence our own minions we run things like incorporeal 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 corporal incorporeal corporal i read these words a lot i know what they mean pronouncing them uh, iffy um I, I, yeah I, buffy thank you buffy yeah so uh the corporal <laughs> is a two mana five five undead where whenever you attack with it, it it dies but if you silence it then it doesn't die uh so standard likes to use whispers that's of the deep. an upgrade probably probably Definitely. uh so Whispers of the Deep is one mana, silence one of your own minions. After it's been silenced, it does an a, 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 it deals that much damage randomly assigned to opponent's minions equal to the silenced, emphasis on the silenced, mm-hmm. uh, attack amount. So if you do things like buff it up with Cathedral of Atonement, it does not do it for seven. It does it for five. I, I made that mistake once. I did not make that mistake again. Same. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, Same. So two mana, five, five. You silence it, and then you can continue to go face super early for cheap. Um, we are, of course, in wild. So we have things like Mind Blast and Shadow Visions to get more Mind Blasts. Uh, and the new Mind Seer... Uh, which deals, I think it's three damage to a minion. Um, two damage. Two damage to a minion. Three damage and if face. And it kills yeah. it, then it's three yeah. damage to the face. I always flop those and have to look at it in, in my hand. And since I'm playing on mobile, that means it pops up I thought up it was on, three and three opponent. for the longest time. I, to be fair, I thought it was three and three for the longest time, yeah. I check it all the time. No lies. Um, we also run things like Grave Digging. Typically a four mana card, but it's almost never four mana because if one of your undead cards died after your last turn, so on your opponent's turn or on your turn previous to playing the Grave Digging, uh, it only costs one and it draws two. So without having the uh, conditional condition (laughs) met, it's a four mana AI, uh, Arcane Intellect, but after the condition is met, it's a one mana AI, which is objectively better. Uh, we also run things since we are in wild, like uh, Nerubar Weblord, because most of our things are death rattles. Death rattles don't care about battle cries, so we play that and to keep our opponent's battle cries from going off. The one battle cry that, just kind of looking over the list that we do run, is. Najak Hexen, um, which steals one of our opponent's minions. Hey, Najak Hexen is also a good thing to silence because its death rattle is give it back. Well, if Hexen is silenced, then whenever they kill Hexen, you'd still get to keep the other thing, which could be a taunt, which could be a big taunt, which could be like a super impactful combo minion. Like it's really versatile there and being able to silence it and not give it back to your opponent. That's good. Um, But what, what makes this shine just looking at it uh, uh, at the list here is of course, mind blast that additional burst. And of course, shadow visions to get additional copies of the additional burst in hand to just like burn our opponent down super fast. Um, And of course, shadow cloth needle to, to do AOEs throughout and, and, like just chip damage to our opponent's face. Love it. Love this it. Deck, this deck's really good into pirate rogue. 
Um, it just the, between the AOE from Shadowcloth Evil and the Whispers on the Incorporeal Corporal, um, that just b- blows it up. And a, a fun little game that I love having. Uh, well, I two things. Thing one, um, something that Corp loves about this list is that we have enough silence effects that we can run. Um, uh, what's the Hermit Crab? Uh, Helmeted Hermit. Mm-hmm. It's a one mana four three that cannot attack. Well, if you silence it now, it can attack. Uh, and silence costs zero. So, like, there's, there's no, there's no, there's. If you have the right hand, the downside is not bad. You smack face once, and uh, do we have fell wings? We don't have fell wings in this particular list, so it's not like we, we're dropping fell wings, but all the same, the tempo. We do in the listener series. <laughs> yeah, we do in the listener series. Um, and again, whispers of the deep. Like, hey, it may cost one more, which is an infinite amount more than silence. But hey, if you're playing against the pirate four. rogue, deal. Four four randomly to your opponent's minions which is good if you're trying to control the board so that you can go face fantastic and a little game i love to play is how many um achievement cards are in this list like cards that i've done achievements for haunting nightmare i needed to get like 300 of the little dudes come out and haunting nightmare especially they actually buffed from a three three to a four three and the token that it creates when the haunting nightmare reads when it dies uh, haunt a card in your hand when you play that card print a, a a token and the token went from being a three a three mana three three to a three mana four three so it's basically like you know you were gonna you're an aggro deck you're gonna play the card anyway um and an additional buff that happened was it used to when multiple haunting nightmares died you could only you could haunt different cards. You couldn't haunt the same card. Now they can stack on a single card, which makes for some really gross tempo turns. This is just like a it's an aggro deck that makes some thick minions. Um, that doesn't really pay attention to whether or not you're trading into them or not. Like, I, I, like, I, if am I getting the play pattern right, sheep? Like, you're basically slapping face with a big boy, and uh, if they kill it, uh, okay. Um, they probably spend most of their energy killing it, which allows you to burst over the top. So like, this is, this is a, this is a, a fun version of Shadow Priest to play. If you, if you're sick of getting wiped out by Defile, this is the deck for you. This thing's dang. Well, in a, in a board based aggro deck, I never thought that I would like actively be keeping three drops whenever I don't have like one or two drops. You keep haunting Nightmare. You absolutely keep haunting yeah. Nightmare. It's incredible. Um, of note, the uh, four threes that it prints uh, from haunting your your own cars in your hand um are not undead just to be aware it it matters for things like grave digging um mostly just no grave digging and um no we don't run that taunt card never mind so just grave digging but it does matter for that one very very important card it would it would be it would be kind of busted if it was also printing undead <laughs> at the same time and it was just like undead on top of undead i'm glad i'm actually glad that that's not the case for, for, um, for, from a balance perspe- perspective, I agree. From it's, it's a thematic a perspective, I wish it was undead because it makes sense that a haunted thing would print undead. But from a balance perspective, yeah, I mean, if it was, if that four three was also undead, that would be even more broken. No, it's it's it, this is this is fun. Corp got up to nineteen with a similar list to this. Wow. This particular list I fished out of the THL website because um, this is what NHL brought to THL successfully. So um, that's that's where this particular code came from. So if it doesn't look exactly like Corpse Tweet, that's because I'm bringing you the latest technology that I could find uh, played by good players better than me. You're bringing the latest technology. Sorry, technology. <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm like a little child. Sorry. And like this, this deck would never beat Disco. 
Right, like this this deck would struggle against Cataclysm. I, I Disco didn't like Burst, so maybe this would do well. Um, but I'm a little bit skeptical. Like it has layers of threats, right? Like so, it's, you kill Haunting Nightmare. It's possible that this could be Disco. One thing that this is missing that the standard list does play is the zero mana um, Shadow spell that. I mean, obviously it's Shadow. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, gives right. whatever undead you play that turn reborn. Um, so that would make it more resilient to things like Cataclysm. That said, I don't think that we necessarily need it in our format unless we're playing against Disco. But like, yeah, the, the, it's super resilient, super death rattle synergistic. Um, so we do have a lot of things that print additional things um, or get additional value from being killed, like Shadowed Spirit, the three mana four three that whenever it dies deals three damage to your opponent's hero, uh, hero face, the the face that one. <laughs> I do find it's a little bit slower than let's say the pirate version, but yeah. it's more resilient. Like you're 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 in the game for longer, and it's harder for them to knock you off board. Once you knock off board, it's like you're a turtle on your back, and you're like. <laughs> And and that's where the um, wild version I feel like shores up some of those weaknesses with the mind blast and the right. shadow visions. So whenever you're off board, that's when your burst comes into play. Um, at least that's you know the the theory behind it for sure. Yeah, no, but it, it, it's it's a good deck. It's a good deck, and it, it applies a lot of pressure. Um, one tough matchup though is even shaman, which is going to be kind of like a, a theme with a lot of these mm -hmm. decks, where it's just like you love to see pirate rogue, you hate to see even shaman. And then, like, it, it, but they could sort of beat anything. Um, I, I still think even Shaman is probably favored into this, if only because of the waves and waves and waves of of totems you that you can make. Yeah. Um, the infinite load of taunts, like you, you, you beat even Shaman by going over the top. You're perfectly capable of doing it. Um, you're perfectly capable in this version of doing like needle infinite shadow visions and getting a three damage clear on totems. Uh, but it's tough. It, it's it's real, real tough, especially when the even shamans running like devolve or um, you know. There's a lot of three health minions. Um, the frostbite yeah. is also kind of brutal. A another thing that the um, standard list runs that we just don't have the uh, luxury of running is Shadow Word Undeath, which is a five mana card. Deal right. two damage to all enemies. If a friendly undead died after your last turn, deal two more. Um, so Shadow Word on Death would shore up the Even Shaman matchup, but like at what cost? And it's a five mana card. So oh, like, no, no, are no. you dead by that You'll point anyway? You'll see it in a Chinese version by the end. Yeah. And, and it's, it's great in standard, but like it's, it's oh, a one Shadow Vision. Plug in one of those. There you go. Chinese yeah. list up. Boom. Wow, look at this. Right. Who what look noob is has two the entire deck in gold except the two copies of Haunting Nightmare. Shaking my head. But an achievement uh, uh, card, Nate. An achievement card with infinite value. Oops, it's me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of the ones that we're discussing tonight, this is the one that I have in full gold. <laughs> I can, That's awesome. I could be persuaded. Like it's a decent deck. This is a deck. This is a it's funny. I didn't really believe in this deck. And then I kept watching people in Corpse Chat, like hopping into chat, first time chatters being like, Hey, hit legend with your deck. Thanks for the deck list. Like mm -hmm. it's I, I think this one actually would probably like the environment between uh D five and Legend. So like this, this mm -hmm. is I think pretty solid. Agreed completely. Uh, just gonna say that uh, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would try it. Try it for a couple games if you don't like to feel. You know, and 
Don't do it, but this is good for that band for sure. Yeah. And, and knowing your, your, at the very least recent, uh, play pattern, uh, preferences, Nate, I I think you would like this deck for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't have time for super long games and, or or the energy. (laughs) These won't be long. (laughs) Well, this is great. In fact, maybe I'll, I did. We will see if I have any energy left after the listener series, I could be convinced to play a little bit tonight. I guess we'll see. I'm running on fumes right now, but but maybe now one deck that is going to go long is the next one that we're featuring. I'll, I'll turn it over to Schmoopy Daddy for this one because, uh, sure, this is hot off the presses. This is uh, user QB's Reno Druid. Um, Druid was dead and gone in wild, except for maybe Cthune Druid, sort of at the fringes um, as a possible answer to Disco, um, but sort of a sitting duck when it came to seeing Quest Mage or seeing Pillager. And QB made a a 30-card, not 40-card, version, and today, just today, brought it to number one on EU. So this is what he ended up... Wow. Um, piloting what i find kind of fascinating about this list is uh it starts kind of innocuously but he's not running a spell stone he's not running a a lunar eclipse as your early removal he's running the new card rake which i think is really interesting where like you see rake and you maybe peg it into oh well this is a quest line card and then you never play it outside of a quest line deck what does it but do rake it's it's one mana give your hero plus two attack and then deal attack uh deal damage to a minion equal to it might be enemy minion only i don't have the text on hand deal your hero's attack to a uh a minion so basically like you gain to attack you deal to so like that's all right that cleans up a parachute brig, and then you're still free to trade into another minion. If you pair that with a hero power on three, that kills an anchor tied totem and then also kills the totem that it produced, or vice versa, right? You're probably doing that in reverse order because you don't want to take damage unless the anchor tied totem has attack for some reason, um, or the anchored totem, excuse me. Oh, but, I uh, see the win con here. This is like they've been playing something in standard that's similar, right? Where you just you get a ton of armor and then you you uh, brand yeah, you do, you brand Astalor with the, uh, a new new classic end game, right? The the new end game is you would do a brand two mana Astalor and then you drop a Nubricon and get sixteen armor. You play the first second stage well I, I guess you'd play a, the second stage of um of astalore which prints two big boy astalores but it's armor neutral because the nubricon will play minions for their uh, mana cost in armor but because the second stage of astalore makes five armor it's basically free at that point your your armor neutral and then you play two of the big boys right afterward for 16 armor and since you've wow look at that you played a nubricon you gained exactly 16 armor because of the brand interaction um everybody's a gangster until they take 56 damage to the face <laughs> so like um it, 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 it it's got the classic kind of like i have too much mana here's my win con kind of thing that it used to be reserved for silly things like Sire Brand, right? Or Sire Brand, and then you'd play Floop and kind of clean up. Um, this is a little bit more streamlined. And because of that, he gets away with a 30-card version, which is interesting. Um, also of note in here is uh, I, the picture Nate has on screen is outdated, I believe. Have you have you goldified Mulvrick at this point? Yes. <laughs> I did it. I did it before the show while we were talking about it because... Uh... 
I was told Wink that I was told Earth. that it uh, it cleans up even shaman. So Wink, so here's what's really silly about Wing Commander Mulfric. Just on his face, just playing him on curve for for four mana. Um, trades evenly into even shaman. Every totem they produce has two health. He has rush. Trades into it. His battle cry or his text reads honorable kill. Pretend. Um. Uh, well, his bet his text reads all your min minions have honorable kill. Print a 2-2 rusher. And what was funny was when Mulvick first came out, I did not realize that he qualified under that umbrella. Kind of in the same light where, like, Smite says all your pirates have charge. Well, he's one of your pirates. He has charge. And so um, you basically have Mulvick trade into one totem, which prints a 2-2, which can trade into the next totem, which can trade into the next totem, which keeps printing more 2-2 tokens. So you could build a board very quickly um, if none of your opponent's totems are buffed in any manner. If they don't have attack, they don't have extra health. Um, but it also extends to, if let's say Mulvrick sticks, um, it extends to your flipper friends. So if you're doing like a floop fr flipper friends kind of turn and you have a chance to drop down Mulvrick, you can produce extra tokens from that. Um, same oh. with Scale of Anixia. So, like, it extends to all your minions. And he doesn't have, I don't think, Spammy Arcanist in this list. But Mulvrick and Spammy Arcanist are pretty hysterical. Because, basically, Spammy Arcanist is constantly dealing one damage. And so, because it's a defile. So, it's honorably killing anything that is killing. <laughs> so, it's producing tokens every time it kills something. So, you get some really funky, kind of, like, defile-esque clears if you happen to include a spammy he doesn't in this case but that's just an example of goofy interactions you could have with other minions um his top end is raid boss anixia and alex life binder binder um let's say for whatever reason um astalor got ratted astalor got eaten astalor is no more um you can still brand uh you know alex draws somebody in the face um you can still print more copies of things with at least the enlightened this is kind of like a a toned down greedy version of um a reno deck that's kind of streamlined kind of slim um and pretty sweet i'm not gonna lie it's it, it's it's pretty sweet i played this list i had medium success with it i think because i was seeing more aggro than he's seeing mm -hmm. this is this is a list that doesn't necessarily want to see a bunch of pirate rogues and even shaman. So if you want to play something a little greedy and, and queue into other greed decks, this is pretty good. Um, it's a little bit tougher into in, in that like diamond five to legend range uh, to make work, but it, it, it will win games. Uh, I, I have won so, you know some games with it, and obviously it's good enough. He took it to he took it to rank one. I mean, and he obviously some aggro along the way like it's not like you can't deal with aggro it's just it's not it's not oaken summons based it's not your favorite thing to see that right so a druid list with no oaken summons that's like sacrilege it's not like ever since we've started bring playing renathal you're looking at more of like uh well if we don't play oaken summons we can play brand astalor yeah well and and two, if we played Oaken Summons, of course, Astalor, like you mentioned, and Bran, like you mentioned, but Zeph, Loop, yeah, like Mulvrick would be okay to pull, but like not, not great. You're not yeah. super happy about it. You're not excited yeah. if you pull a, a Vargoth and then you pull Mulvrick. You're like, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, <laughs> or Floop, like, <laughs> here's yeah, a spider tank with no tribe. Whoops, yeah, that'd be super sad. I don't know if I told this story on, on I, I shared this in the Discord once. I once had like 
I beat somebody with like a, a goofy high roll deck and they're just like, they added me and they're just like rematch. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, what decks are we playing? Are we playing like meta decks? Are we playing whatever? And they're like, whatever. So I'm like, all right. So I like, I queued up Kingsbane and they queued up a Druid and they played Oaken Summons at some point And the Oaken Summons uh, pulled like a two drop. <laughs> and I'm like, Mistakes I'm like, were made. I was, I was like, you, you challenged Mistake. me to like a rematch. And then, like, this is your deck building? And he's like, shut up. <laughs> but, yeah, like, you know, like... Uh, like okay, glorious and terrible. <laughs> but, like, like, glorious and terrible in a lot of ways. It's just yeah. like, dude, like, 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 it's really cringe to, like, add somebody and then immediately challenge them to a rematch and then lose. But I, I just like to lose in that manner is... I think upsetting. we take it! Um... But that's why Cthulhu Druid was has been doing well. It's because it's because it's it's Oaken Summons based. It gains a lot of armor. Um, that that kind of Druid list still has like some reach and some play. This is more a little bit more has more play into um, slower stuff, greedier stuff. Uh, especially if you find Guff Twig Sphere. You find Guff Twig Sphere, uh, the world's your oyster. You can do whatever you want. And this is basically uh, QB's done a good job of distilling this down to you know maximum lethality with a minimum amount of parts. The the one thing that you don't want to see when you're playing this deck, uh, uh, other than aggro, like you were saying, is ice block, which brings us to our next deck, which is Reno Quest Mage. So Quest Mage is yeah. back, but it Quest doesn't run parrot. It does not. It does not. Um, so, uh, I got this list from, I believe it, it's, his name is, uh, uh, Nene the Zola. It's a Chinese player at rank one on EU with this. And, uh, this list is super fun. I am currently six and seven with this list in the games that I've bothered to track. And I'm probably closer to probably dead around a 500% win rate with this, meaning I'm, I, or, 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 or 500 batting average, meaning I, I, I'm right around like a 50% win rate. I'm a coin flip with this deck. Um, when it works, it is disgusting. When it doesn't work, um, you've died on five against an aggro deck. Um, but when it does work, the scams you can pull off, oh my goodness. Um, it's arena version of the quest mage. You're running cards like, um, Ice block, obviously, but also um, frozen alibi. Also, um, you know, little Varden. You're running big Varden. Uh, sometimes your your Magister Varden hero card repeats ice block. Sometimes you get lucky and it repeats time warp. And you might say to yourself, "Yeah, but Schmoopy, how do you actually like win games? Like, I get that you can delay, 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 but how do you actually win games? Well, you've got a couple of ways of taking turns, and I've I've had Nate include some screenshots to show you exactly how. The one way is uh, with Queen Ajara. So Queen Ajara reads the text where if you play three spells in a turn, you get one of Queen Ajara's treasures, and one of her treasures is." Um, the Ring of Tides. So the Ring of Tides reads, uh, this is the last spell that you played, but it costs one. So if you play, let's say, Time Warp, now you have a one mana Time Warp in your oh, hand. Oh, gross. Wow. So one of my... One of my screenshots is I got to brand Queen Ajara against a curse lock, and I got two Rings of Tides. 
so when the curse lock is giving me curses, which are not cards, spells that started in my deck, that's a, that's sorry, that's a second screenshot. That's bad boy right here, right? Um, I play, <laughs> I played <laughs> my time warp, and now I have two more copies of time. Now, what's especially gross about this is we don't run parrot anymore, but we do run Romath, and Romath is our nine mana parrot who repeats every spell that we've cast this game that didn't start in our deck. And those little one mana time warps, those count as five mana time warps. So when I play Romath, now I'm getting three turns in a row, not just one turn. Now, normally you can't really pull this off. This was super greedy that I pulled off like Branajara into two Ring of Tides, right? Um, but one Ring of Tide, and then you play Romath, and then you steal two turns, that's gross. The other way that you can go infinite with this deck is um, you play Romath, and again, you're replaying all the spells that didn't start in your deck, right? Sometimes you generate Mana Biscuits. Sometimes you don't generate Mana Biscuits, you just like have like the one copy of Mana Biscuit, and you play a bunch of coins, right? Well, there's a lot of situations where Romath is actually getting you mana back get making you mana positive after you've played him in fact i've got some screenshot i've got a screenshot where i played romath and then i had enough mana to play potion of illusion get a one mana romath play him again get a bunch of mana back again in the same turn and then play zephyrus to play like pyroblast for lethal because i still <laughs> have like biscuits and stuff and i You're still a had a monster in the same in the same turn um in this particular in in this particular screenshot i've played my first romath i've gotten enough money uh enough mana to play potion of illusion i've re replayed romath and now i have enough mana in the same turn that i played the first one to play my full-fledged uh, Astalor and blow him down. Now, Astalor is not in this list that I've shared with you. I'm sharing with you the exact 30 that hit rank one re legend on EU. It's worth noting some of the changes that I did make to the list. Um, where they had uh, Luna Stargazer, I found her to be incredibly mid and not draw nearly enough cards because the the curve of the deck is not very low. So you're 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 drawing four mana cards, you're drawing three mana cards. Typically, you're like you're just kind of tempoing Luna out there as like a as like a three mana two four, and you're just like, all right, get in there and you fight. And like mostly, <laughs> she's just healing for four, right? And that's not really super impactful. So I wanted to swap Astalor. The other thing that I did change was um, they're running two secrets for the one Ancient Mysteries, which makes a lot of sense to me because it's like, okay, you've drawn your Ice Block. You'd like some value off your Ancient Mysteries. I, I can respect that. Um, the secret that they've chosen to use is Objection because objection. their MMR Objection is going to get them more value than something like Flame Ward. I subbed in Flame Ward because if I'm seeing more aggro, that's going to get me more mileage than Objection will. So oh, I have a question. Was, those are my two. Those are my two substitutions. Yes, sir. Um, never mind. Ha, it's there. Ha, I didn't see. I did. I was looking for uh, Magister Dongrass, but I, I didn't see it because. Oh was, yeah, no, Magister Dongrass is there, and, and, and one of the best things about Magister is when you high roll a uh, time warp as your arcane spell. That's the best. <laughs> that, that feels a little bit dirty. Um, the other way you can go infinite with this deck that I forgot. Um. Let's say you get super lucky and you high roll and you happen to pat, uh, cast Potion of Illusion while you have a not charged up Savara in your deck. Um, now you have a copy of Potion of Illusion that didn't start in your deck and Romath will recast it, which means that Romath 
oh. will copy himself mm. when he plays it. And like, if you get like again, you're probably also making biscuits and coins and stuff. So like, it's not guaranteed you're going to get a copy back, but you can. And that is how, whenever I played against this deck, my opponent had a potion of illusion. I did not know that that's how they they tutored it. Um, that makes sense. Not tutored, but guaranteed it. Um, is or, they used, or they could have used like throwing a tides, right? Like uh, or bringing tides, right? Like you sure. can do some like uh, this deck is. It's not an easy pilot. I am. I am convinced I am misplaying it a fair amount when I play it on ladder, but it's fun and it's very scammy. And when you pull off some scans, some of them like you'll remember forever. I had an even <laughs> shaman. I had an even shaman that I I vardened twice, right? So I froze his whole board twice, and he was sick of it. So he's like, all right. So he devolved me, and he devolved my varden into a professor slate. Oh. So, so I played a Kazakus. And I went one mana potion. AUE is my first choice. Thank you very much. Draw card is my second choice. Thank you very much. And I played that potion and I cleared his entire board, which Uh was like basically all the totems that had all like the sank all the attack buffs in the totems. Okay, great. There's my first wave of totems gone. But again, this deck does not like seeing even shaman because even shaman keeps coming at you with waves and waves and waves and waves. So soon I was looking at an entire an entire board full of like gigantotems and I'm saying, okay, well, how do I beat this? And so I, I played a Frost Nova, and I happened to have a Savar in my hand when I played the Frost Nova. So I played another Frost Nova, and that eventually got me to the point where I could start taking infinite turns and playing my Queen Ajara and getting my Ring of Tides. And I think I took two extra turns on this poor guy and froze his board f- four times. Like, that's <laughs> the kind of thing this deck can do. But With no that bird, that, that's crazy. Yep. There's, no, there's no bird. And do you see the, the amount of mana I have when I'm doing these turns? Right. I'm having, I have six, seven, eight, nine, ten mana. The game should be well done and over with if I'm playing against the kind of decks that are favored into me. Not like the previous deck where it's just like, you had some situations, I think I saw somebody coin out like a time warp once. Like, like mm-hmm. you could have some game loops where that were really kind of unhealthy and unfair where you could get the quest down if not on curve on six or like followed by a bird on six followed by the second bird followed by a potion um this is a lot slower and a lot greedier and i think a lot more fair to the format and so if if this is what if you still enjoy that pattern of play this is still clearly viable. Uh, you know, it, you you have Reno, so like you have a hope against aggro decks if you can kind of fight even with them on board. That's like another reason why I added Astalor because I was just like, you know what? Let me add a little value here. Um, as long as I have Brand Astalor, I got a shot. Yep. Whenever um, I played against this deck was whenever I was climbing uh, last week with um, even DK, and I lost to this deck. Um, could not get either of the two people who I lost to. Uh, to accept my friend request so I could find out what the list was. Um, so again, thank you for for bringing the, this to us. But again, even DK, kind of mid-rangey, like has a little bit of a slower start, which is why they could kind of solidify or stabilize and and get control and and were able to do their wacky things, which looked super fun, which is why I wanted the list. <laughs> uh, and I don't think any of these lists that I've shared tonight are particularly tier one. Like, I don't think these are meta breakers. I think the one that has the, the biggest chance of being one might be either the Mindlock or the Agro Priest. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the Agro Priest statistically might be tier one. 
depending on how its matchup spread ends up. Um, yeah. But I like these are these are tier three, tier two decks that are new. And given that they have room to breathe, um, they're fun and they're new and they're things that I'm playing and with some reasonable success. And, and this one was fun to play against and I lost to it twice. So like it was fun to play against and I lost. It's OK. Like, that's a good thing. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. It can be uniquely frustrating if you really don't like um, randomly generated value. But like, you know, you haven't lived until you've generated a, a zero mana ice block off of vast wisdom <laughs> because you like, shifting scroll. Oh, that counts as zero mana, by the way. Pick the shifting scroll and then ice block. It's like, OK, great. Perfect. Right. And then your shifting scroll gets you an ignite versus the uh, versus the fatigue deck. Now it's like it's peak hearthstone. There's some, there's something not qu- there's nothing quite like a like a casino esque mage. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of the Chinese players were playing casino mage um, to get their quest mage fix immediately after the nerfs. If there's if they were playing that, they've completely transitioned over to this list. And yeah. if not, this list something similar to this. You know, it's really but, interesting. I I sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. What, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, yes, it's casino-y. Um, and it has the, the like quest so you can take the turns and do all the things. But it's not that like consistently get multiple ice blocks. It's not that like brand parrot, like super early. So even though, again, I lost to it twice, um, it, it didn't feel as bad because they were able to do like their thing, right? Um, like they were controlling and they they slowed it down to where they were able to play their Romath, which again is a nine mana card. Um whenever they do that thing rather than like parrot coin parrot like on on six after they've already played the um well you know what i mean like super early you've played against old school quest mage not fun this one's fun to play against yeah this this is this is kind of neat i i like this list so what were you trying to say nate oh i was just gonna say um about uh ignite i i had faced off against a uh it was like a renathal secret mage but they like it was running um the uh the the weapon that draws cards um that we Alanith? don't play anymore yeah alunith right and i was like you know i'm a i'm a control deck like okay you're gonna you're gonna fatigue yourself like knock yourself out and, you know nice nice ice block nerd you know you you know you can't uh <laughs> it doesn't matter right but then they shuffled they they played um ignite and they kept shuffling more ignites in and so like they never even got to the fatigue they just kept drawing more ignites and i was like oh my god um i did not win so greedy <laughs> I, I, I have a I have a list like that where it's just like how many ignites can I make with with Savara and uh, and uh, and Co and and Alunith is up and let's just cycle through ignites and wouldn't you know I've Another still lost one. to Druids again it against with it with my setup perfect just how I wanted and I've still lost and I was like okay delete deck um, <laughs> but that's the kind of thing you see it at, at, at 10x um you know mid I guess not quite mid month I guess we're still early in the month we're only 10 days in yeah. you're seeing like the first wave of jank probably at, at, at you know the 10th of the month um but that's also like kind of what makes wild wild right like kind of makes yeah wild unique and fun i don't know it's my favorite still not sold on ben from work is not sold sold on mailbox dancer mailbox dancer is cracked ben come on man come on man anyway anyway those are my four lists again i don't think any of these are necessarily um future tier ones um 
They could be. Uh, the mind lock, uh, the mind rogue especially um, is a little spooky if people refine it and make it more, more consistent. The problem is, is I, I don't think there's any avenues to make it more consistent. I think you can just make it more redundant where you either do right. the normal mind rogue combo or you do this newfangled uh, gross super value combo. Um, and if you can, if 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 you can refine that further somehow, that might almost be nerf worthy. Otherwise, um, these decks are happy that things got nerfed, and now you can play. Them. Right? Well, yeah, that's, buddy. They look fun that's for my sure. Spiel. That's what I got. I as love your it. Decretary. <laughs> I appreciate it. I feel like uh, this this was really fun to see some new things that um, I've either played against or uh, whatever. I actually realized that I faced that mine rogue. And I just was, I I got a, a real early Zephyrs and was able to kill their weapon. And then I had the cards that like discover cards from their deck. And I just kept, I took two shadow steps and I just kept bouncing Zephyrs. And it just <laughs> like. You uh, ruined their game. But, but, but case in point, it, it's an easy enough deck to, it's an easy enough deck to clearly to disrupt right like like there's there's ways of disrupting it you know it was funny um, though because so i almost lost like i i was being very mean to them uh in terms <laughs> of disruption and then i like i would play lotheb and bounce lotheb and i kept doing stuff like that and then on the last turn like i had lethal the next turn they played out their whole combo and i was down to like maybe four and they just didn't have it um, yeah it's more than two <laughs> yes it's it, more it, than two. and and it was close and i and i had like the nuts draw and so I was like, oh, well, it was closer than I well, thought it was going to be. That's part of what's tilting about it. Like, mm -hmm. like it's, they are so draw dependent. Like it's more, it's more draw dependent than even the old mine rogue where it was like, you know, I've seen some people refer to it as like mulligan simulator. Like, it's just <laughs> like do you have the nuts? Do you have the nuts in the mulligan or do you not? If you don't, you die. If I mean, you do, you win, which is, I guess, a lot of decks, but this, this, this in particular for a combo deck. If you draw your the mind rogue, if you if you draw your cards in the wrong order, you're in big trouble. Yet another reason why the mulligan is one of, if not the most important part of your Hearthstone game. Yeah. Well, yeah, buddy. Guys, I was going to say, do you guys want to cast a listener series match? Yes. Yeah. So for those of you who may not be familiar or who missed last uh, season's listener series, the Born to Be Wild listener series is a free. Wild Hearthstone tournament series with custom deck building restrictions each week. The main series lasts five weeks, followed by three weeks of playoffs. So this is week one, and this week's challenge is the first Lich King. And our very own Goliath the Dwarf has recorded a great intro for this season, for this week, both. While fleeing the destruction of his world, the orc shaman Nerzul was captured and tormented by the demon Kill Jaden a process that transformed him into the first Lich King. His soul was bound to the Helm of Domination and the Runeblade Frostborn, all imprisoned in ice. Guarded by Dreadlords, he was thrown down to the land of Northrin to use the power of undeath to weaken the world for a demonic invasion. So this week's challenge, the, the first Lich King, the primary challenge is Dreadlords Infiltrate. Each deck must contain at least eight demons. Demons? Second, demons? <laughs> demons. 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 <laughs> 
The secondary challenge is total corruption. Each deck must contain at least four corrupt cards. Other rules, each player must bring one shaman deck. It cannot be banned. And then finally, the weekly challenge, the scourge grows. There must be a minimum of four undead cards in all decks for each player. So again, four undead this week. The scourge grows. Next week, it'll be five. But this week, it is four. So official signups closed this past weekend. If you are still interested in joining and participating, feel free to continue to sign up. Uh, and be sure to tag me at Electric Sheep City in the Listener Series Discord, uh, just to let me know that you've signed up, and we will make sure that you have someone to play against in week two. Uh, we've had multiple people who've gotten two and or one the the finals who um, either did not play or lost in week one. So if you happened to lose or miss out in week one, don't fret not all is lost by any stretch of the imagination. Um, our matchmaking helps prevent that from being an insurmountable obstacle. Um, so it is not too late to not only join, but to be competitive in this season. So uh, of course, born to be wild hs.com. Uh, you can see all of the cool stuff and things, including our listener series, which has a tab there, which includes um, all of our challenges for the whole season, including the playoffs and the um, spreadsheet, which has all of the decks and whatnot that people are playing uh, and has all but the playoffs um, included in that as well. So if you're watching along live, stay tuned because we will be casting a match here soon. If you're watching on the replay or listening on uh, the audio podcast, feel free to check out our YouTube channel because we will have the casted listener series match on there um posted at the same time as the youtube uh recording for the podcast as well so however you are watching or listening this podcast today or absorbing via osmosis <laughs> you can in fact check out that uh listeners series match it's going to be a blast we've got this week uh, azalea akari versus vapod uh, so Azalea Akari, of course, from THL fame and uh, Vapod from uh, Draw Last fame as well. So two fantastic players and uh, two fantastic friends facing off against one another. Um, and it's going to be a blast. I can't wait to uh, watch and cast this match uh, right after the show. Speaking of. Speaking of, that was the show. <laughs> the show was so good. Yeah, I mean... That's it. That is a wrap. Thank you all for listening, for joining us today. Um, thank you, Shmoopy Daddy, for bringing some lists for us to try out. I'm excited to to try some of that on ladder, especially that priest deck. I actually think he may be uh, what what pushes me that final two ranks into into legend. I may have to give that a whirl. So um, yeah, thanks, friends. Yeah, I tried not to bring the usual garbage. I tried to bring like stuff that would actually win games. I love it. I have a hey, question. Garbage is fun. Bait is delicious. <laughs> bait is delicious. I don't think these lists are bait. I don't either. Yeah. How do you Maybe get your the mage, uh... but like it's it that's not for competitive play. That that's for fun stuff. So for sure. How do you get your beard so nice and thick? So like between like one um, one week you right? have yes. You, you didn't play the oh no the unrelated advice bumper for this this is very important and now unrelated advice with <laughs> nate 
Whoa. Schmoopy Daddy, I have a question. How do you get your beard to be so lustrous and, and robust? I see like one week you have like clean shaven and next week you have this like three foot long grizzly beard. It's amazing. It's uh it's it's like a it's like a basically I tell my students two weeks. Like I like it annoys me and I shave it off. And they're like, ah, <laughs> uh, and, I, and I, I'm like, just give it two weeks. And, and after about two weeks, it's pretty much back. Wow. Um, Mine's turned gray. I, so like I, I can grow it, but it, it just look old. But no, that, listen, Nate, you have a young face though. Like you can pull off like that British Isles look. If you get, if you do like a, where like that silver file Fox look where if you got like, you know, a gray beard, I don't know. I, 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 I don't have any like, like tips or tricks i do try to condition it because if you don't condition your beard you end up with like a lot of dandruff uh, and that's just not fun for anybody so like just like you know condition your beard treat it well make sure you use uh you know some moisturizer so that the skin doesn't get too dry under there and 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 that's that's the best i can i can basically give yeah, beard balm and or beard oil also will help it um kind of get that that fullness and and keep it from being um kind of kind of patchy and all that good stuff too yeah I, i'm a savage i don't i don't i don't i don't know about any of that stuff like i know some people that like they they oil their beard and they comb it and they just i don't i, I know i've i've apparently pissed off sheep sheep's gone <laughs> we lost sheep sheep has stormed away oh sheep's back she's back he's back to insult me that was bad what advice the actual murgle are you talking about Shrimpy daddy <laughs> For not the first time in my life, I am a I am a an absolute failure at manscaping. Unlucky, um, but yeah, that's that's the best I that's the best I can come up with. Speaking guys. of which, this episode brought to you by manscaping and wiser words were never spoken, and you heard that on Born to Be. Wild. I couldn't find the button. <laughs> Sorry, we got you. Where is it? Instead of what is it? Oh, you know what? I need to start doing the show with. I found. Uh, I found this amazing thing last week. Where... What is it? What is it? I'm sorry. I don't look more excited. I'm really tired. Big same there. This too. has been broken. Looking... You're watching. Born to be wild. There it is. Love it. Oh, yes. Yeah. The classic. 